0: today's daf is daf test Aleph. We're up to the bottom of the page, Khu Chest beis. Base. In the midst of the word, that father has the right to uh, to bring on a zirus unto his son, but a mother does not have that right. And then we said, however, the child can protest and cancel it, or even the relatives can protest and cancel it either by taking a haircut or they just protest and say, we're not happy. So what happens? The father made his son another and then afterwards, the son protested in the meantime, they set aside an animal for this Naziris. What do we do with that animal? So we do that animal the same thing that we learned previously. And that is that if the, money was just set aside, but it didn't spell out uh, what's going to be what, then take the entire lot of money and use it to buy voluntary kabonets, because even though there's money, the mixed in there, it doesn't matter. If, however, you set aside animals and you specified where the animals are, then the chatas you toss away, and the, the oil you bring up as an oil and the shlomi you bring up as a shlomi. And what happens um, if you had money set aside, but you specify the money, what should happen to the money and the lots? You know, this is a chattas oiler. The money of the khatas you toss away the money of the, of the oiler. You have to purchase an oiler, but you don't have any benefit from that money. But on the other hand, <clears throat> and if you use it for your own purpose, it's your stealing. And the money of Islam, you use to buy Hashem. So now the Gemara wants to know, and this is actually quite interesting Gemara, and that is why is it that the father can, can make his son another and the mother can't? says the Gemari, man, yes, and woman, no. My time, but why? Rabbi Yechenon says, a very similar argument we had a few days ago. Rabbi Yechenon says, the whole thing is you can't ask any questions. Same thing Rabbi Yechenon said before about if money got mixed up in the pool, we can use it all for voluntary. And the moment you say you can't ask any questions. However, Rabbi Yechenon Omar Said, name the if we have that version in our Gemara, which many of Rishayim do, that means that Rabbi Yisi Bechanina was an Amairah, saying in the name of Rish Lakish an Amora. But others actually have a version where Rish Lakish is saying in the name of Rabbi Yisi Bechanina, and that Rabbi Yisi Bechanina actually was a Tanna. But he says simply, The reason why a father could bring on a Zeres to a son is because this is Chinuch. Says the Gemara, so, so that if it's Chinuch, then the mother also has a Mitzv of Chinuch. Kesaver, he holds ish chayv lechandler b'nai mitzvah. A man has the obligation to train his son. The ain ha ish chayv is lechanek hes b'nai. The woman does not have the mitzvah of chinuch. Now, simply, the woman does not have the mitzvah of chinuch is because since that some of the mitzvahs the son has, the mother doesn't have, so she can't be expected to train a child in a mitzvah, which for her isn't a mitzvah, a time-bound mitzvah, for example, Philip, or other mitzvahs a time-bound lulub, which she doesn't have, so that you can't expect her to be mechanach, her son. She doesn't herself have a mitzvah. Once you don't do that, you don't have the whole mitzvah. I mean, that's a simple explanation. Hasidus explains that, um, that the, a, a woman, her whole role in life is to raise her children. And she's a like, keres, So therefore, a mitzvah means something that you don't naturally do, and we have to command you to do it. By a woman, this is her, what she does naturally. This is her whole mitzvah. This is her whole essence. So there's no point in making a specific mitzvah out of it. That's what her life is all about. So bottom line is, because she has a mitzvah chinoch, she cannot make her son into a, according to le-shlokish. the shlokish. The rabiichen could be, he argues. But um, in Rashi Ming and Chagiga, we had, you know, opinion that the mother maybe also has a mitzv chinoch. But in halachish kumarich we rule that only the father, not the mother, which is like in this respect like Rishlokish. Says the Gemara fine. He's bishloim rabbi Yechon, according to Yechon and Damari says halachish <clears> ibn Nazir. am for halachish. Therefore, bnoi in mitzvah. The Mishnah says that you can bake your son, as if for your daughter you can't. Makes sense? Halachish in Sinai you can't ask any questions. Rishlokish, Rishlokish. If it's a mitzvah chinuch, you have to educate your son and your daughter. After the b'tay. The Kesavari holds bnoi chayiv lechancho. Your son, you have a mitzvah chinuch. But Bita ain't a chai for your daughter, you don't have a chinuch. That's a big finish. We don't pass that way. But the only logic of that is that Thais says that um because because um since she's not chai in all the mitzvahs, therefore we don't have the mitzvah chinuch for her either. Taysh asks an interesting question. You're telling me that there's um there's there's a mitzvah chinuch for your son. And yet, we learned in Gemari Yibamis if, if, uh, if a besan sees a child eating treif, you don't have to stop him. He's eating traife, you have to stop him. You can tell me, I have to get into a midst of educating the child. Isn't that part of education? So, the first answer to this is fascinating. He says that chinach is only on positive mitzvahs, not on negative. Chinach is you want to train a child to behave and go out of his way and behave in a certain way. So, that's mitzvahs is a bench rule of sitting in the sukkah here, but to stop the child, meaning treif, that's not part of chinach which is quite amazing. The other answer in is, that, of course, Chinuch encompasses the positives and the negatives. However, there the Gemara is talking about a bezdin, an outsider. An outsider does not have the mitzvah of stopping a child, but a parent, of course, has a mitzvah. Anyway, so the Shlokish says that there's no mitzvah for a door. Says the Gemara, okay. Now, it says in the Mishnah that the only thing the father can do is make his son a nuzzle. But there's no other promises that the father can take on on behalf of the child. So That's why own a daughter, but not by daughter. every mitzvah, every mitzvah, the father has a right to uh, to to make his son a nazir, to train him. So the father has a right to make a, to make a promise on behalf of his son for whatever to do any mitzvah. Says might be right. According to the is, you're 100% right. So why doesn't the Mishnah say that? Because that's for certain. Me I don't have to tell you, bin adorim, the less name evil doesn't harm the child at all. Of course, you'd want to take a mitzvah that the child from now on will, will only eat mahadrin, or you know, only eat you know, the strictest coach, or whatever it is. You could do that. The, mishnah is bin aziris, the East Lane evil even by Neville, where there's something disgusting about it, and Taisa says, for example, give, making forcing your kid to have a crew cut. Uh, which doesn't look very nice, or denying him from wine or whatever. You still have a mitzvah of chinnah. That's a, a Mishnah, and the father, therefore, has a right to make his son a nazir. So the continues. You can't ask any questions. That's what it says. That the relatives have a right to cancel. When the brother has right to cancel, the father says, I want my son to be a nazir," And it comes along a cousin. In fact, there's a big uh, discussion in the Poskim. When we say a relative can intervene, what, what, what kind of a cousin, a second cousin? Has it been uncle? Who? Who's a relative? But anyway, some say only those who are postulators are considered relative as far as this is concerned. Okay, they can ask why can a relative um, interfere? We're intervene, intervene on behalf of the child. That's who says, the father wants to educate his child. Which relative has the right to mix into, meddle into the affairs of a family? A relative is to come in and intervene and say, hey, we don't like this. the Amri um, they'll say to him, we don't want you to educate your child. What is that all about? It's very interesting. So, which is not considered really a Chinuch, we, we because it's not good for the child. Then other people, okay, most relatives have the right to mix in and say, this is not chinuch. For example, as Taisus explains, you make you're forcing the child to look ugly by shaving his whole head off, by calling by making your child become a nazir. So therefore, relatives have a right to say, hey, this is not right. Don't make him a nazir. <clears throat> And others say that is is supposed to make a child chashev, this does not make a person chashev when he becomes another, because what happens afterwards, and therefore they can intervene. Okay, so Now, there's a mitzvah called you're not to remove your pace. So there's a big argument, and we say you're not, what happens if instead of just removing your pace, the side curls, you remove all the hair on your head, including the pace. So is, is there an Avera from the terror of removing paste? Maybe the Torah only meant that if you leave your hair growing and you remove the paste, that's a bit but If all your hair is gone, okay, or not. So it says, remember, every nozzle has to completely cut their hair. Including the pace. So, in other words, therefore, you can then, at the end of thirty days, shave his head off, the and remove his pace. except teaching trade, But otherwise, everything else is only mitzvah the Torah says you're not allowed to shave the head off. Here you're shaving the head off, which is the east of the Torah, and all you're fulfilling is the mitzvah of the rabbanon. How can the mitzvah of the rabbanon push away an avera in the Torah? Someone answers because Kesavir Shlakhi is of opinion kol harayish What the nazar does because they shave off the entire head, including the pares, that is only usim mitzvah rabbanon, and therefore the mitzvah of chinuch overrides that. So the mitzvah of pushes away the iser of shaving entire head, which is the rabban. So I think my next question: Remember a nazir when they finish, they turn, they bring karbanis. To bring ordinary animals into the base of migdus that you're not liable to, for. Is called Khulin ba'azareh, which is an iser in the Torah. Now, as a nazir, they're going to bring all these korbanos, three korbanos, but the mah Torah is not really a nazir; it's only Khinuch. and you're bringing animals to the base of migdus, which really there's no mitzvah to bring you're Committing a sin in the Torah. How can the Mitzvah, of the Rabbanon push away an Avera in the title? Says he a bit not the whole So he says, K'sover. we have more holds. Love the is of opinion, bringing ordinary animals in the base of mikdash is not osur military, It's only the Rabbanon. So the mitzvah of chinuch the pushes away the Avera of chulin baazar. Says gemara. Okay, now there's a, <clears throat> there's another problem. When uh, when a, a person finishes their thirty days in the zerus, you bring three animals, right for a But if a person was a nazi became tame, then before you continue within the zerus, you have to get out of your tumor Get sprayed on, we're two of your touch corps, and then you bring birds. Now, the problem with birds are chattas and an and 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 oiler, and then you bring an ash an animal. The problem with birds are that the way you shech the bird normally is shita, but when it comes to the base of the way you shech the bird is using the, using the nail from a coin, which is called malika. An ordinary uh, bird, if you did malika, it would be a avela, maybe even a traifa, according to some. Been being available, they took the 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 the, the this money, you know, the track your and pulled it behind the back. Because Maliki do it from the back, you do it behind the back and you cut through it, so you did sort of a shchita, but then it, it's not a traitor, but it's an available, it's not a proper proper shchita. so at least it's not a traitor, but it's not, it's an available, and therefore you're not allowed to eat it. It's only if it's a carbon. Malika is the way to go. So our question is, according to the Torah, this bird was not shechted properly, it's only Malika. Your reason why you're bringing it is only Madara upon him because Chiluch says he should be a Nazar, how can he then go ahead and bring it to the bird? So If the Nazar became Tamar, might brings the carbon of birds. And the coin has no problem eating it because it's a Malika and everything is right, it's a proper carbon. However, my problem is, the fact is, you're eating veil. Remember, they're saying that what? That you don't really have to bring kabbalists because you're not really an ozid. So, from the Torah's perspective, you just made an veil. That's the Gemara. Kasaba, they hold, like, a bird is not from the Torah. Um, you have to shake an animal, but a bird is not in the Torah. And the chul in love the So, therefore, are too one is, you're not really another so you bring your chulin into the base of English. it's only medirabalim. And number two is, if you became tama, you're bringing birds, and it's not really a carbon, so Malika shouldn't be all right. There's no shit, it's only mulika. They hold that shechit is also on a bird, it's only medirabalim. Says the Gemara, is that true? Vesavar, rabiesi, hachid, rabiesi, actually, hold that, we learned rabiesi by Yehuda. We learned that rabiesi by Yehuda. Uh, rabiesi Yehuda says, oimer, menayin, how do you know? Normally, you bring a carbon only when you know for sure that you did an Aveda. You bring a carbon ashim if you, let's say, have a piece of fat. for a few days ago, a piece of fat, you're not sure if it's kosher fats or not kosher fats. In if you're not sure you did an Aveda, you bring a carbon ashim. Bring a carbon So, how do you know a How do you know that when it comes to a bird, a that she a woman who gave birth? For example, has to bring a chatas Brings a bird offering, which is a chatas. We learned because she swears she won't any more children. She brings a chatas. What happens? he's not sure that if she if she miscarried, was that a and fell into a pit? So you don't know whether it was, whether it was actually a proper child or not. So there's a subject whether she should bring a chatas or not. How do you know that you bring a chatas even when there is a doubt whether you have to do it or not? She ain't, and and then if you do bring it. How do I know in the Khalis? If we allow you to bring it, maybe the Khan should be able to How do you know they can't? So we learn of this it says in the post, and we'll compare the two. It says that a Zub, as somebody's Azov has emissions la zocher on the a male or a female. So we're equating a male to a female. That the obligation that a male has, if it's, let's say a zog, female has the same. What are we trying to learn? Makish nekele zocher, can comparing a woman to a man. Ma zocher, maybe karmel lavadir, a male. If he does, it, if he ate trace, he has to bring a carbon. Ach the kever, maybe a lavadir. So to a woman, if she you know doesn't have either, you have to bring a carbon. <clears throat> uh, the same thing. Ma zocher, maybe ela sotig, and just like a zocher. Let's say he ate a piece of fat. He's not sure if it's a kosher or not kosher. He has to bring an ashram toli, a, a, a carbon if it's a suffik. So after the cave, also a woman may via brings a carbon on suffik on her suffik. Let's say she's a suffik. She gave birth to a proper child or not. She brings a, a bird chata. She brings it on a suffik. I'm just like a zocher. The minsh who maybe alavad and maybe a just like a zoch a zokha brings let's say brings an animal if he ate trefer fat. so he brings also an animal if he did a suffik after the kevah the minsh maybe alavad maybe a suffik if a woman definitely gave birth she brings the chatten bird alavad so if it's a suffik you bring the chatten bird as a suffik <clears throat> now we would have thought that where he can pay you to the maybe carbon vnechal when when a, a zochah brings a carbon the kain can eat it after the kevah carbon vnechal so to in the cave, if he brings a suffik Chatas, the coin should also be able to eat it. Um, we say, Loy no. that far we won't go. If a woman brings a chathas, of bird, on a suffix, not sure if she can't. The coin cannot eat from it. <coughs> why? You know why? A zacher only committed one sin before. Right? There's only one sin and therefore you, you can eat. Not sure if you did this sin or that sin you can eat. Um, in other words, Buy a, um, a, a zoch, brings an usher. Maybe it's not trade for fats. In other words, maybe the animal you just brought, you didn't have to bring because it's not trade for fat. Maybe it is. There's only one, like one suffix. So therefore, we say that you can eat it. <clears throat> However, when it comes to the cave, there are two, there are two, there are two, um, there are two issues there. And what, what are they? Because first of all, we're not sure if you gave, gave birth to a proper child or not. And, 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 and there's two asserts. So what are the two asserts? Lav The You know the two is First of all, that if if it turned out to be that it wasn't, she didn't give birth. So then it's a bird, and therefore you didn't shecht it properly. Didn't mulik this as so a problem of nevela. And the second thing is you're bringing an ordinary animal into the Azara. By a male there's only uh, one self, but by because it's, not, it's an animal whether you have to bring the animal or not, whether it was traits or fats or not, but here are two species, whether it's a, there's a, uh, there's a child or not, and then and of course the the bird, maybe it's a malika. So clearly we see from here that what, that because that two is certain, we don't let her decay and eat from it. So we see that malika on a bird is awesome at So you're not letting a coin eat from it. Maska rabaka was approved. But did we want mechaibu amashur ni bachas it's kettenayin shurra no. They're all awesome at in, but by a by a male, there's only one is because if it's kosher fat, you bring in ordinary animals to makers one. But by a female, there's two isun rabbanon, and one of them is that you did Malika, because there's no shit from the tahra, from the proof one way or another. So I think about okay, let us say Let us say actually it's a machlekes tanoim, the following. This argument is a machleikistanoim it's and that is as follows. Till what age does the father have the right to force to make his son into another until the person knows, even when you become 13 years old until you're 13 plus you brought pu- you reach puberty? Two here says, No, forget about 13 years old, even 12 years old. 12 years old, we start asking the child, the child, when he makes a nether, if he's aware of what he understands, what he's doing, then the nether is a valid nether. We I mean, don't argue with my term, but it's a valid nether. And Rebbe says the father has the right to make a nether that his son should be a until that age, till 12 years old. Once he, he is mature, if at the age of 12, he's mature, the father loses the right to make him a nozzle. And what's going on here? My lab That's the argument. Rabbi Rabbi says And that is that even though generally once a kid is twelve years old he can make his own the dog. So the child can become a nazar on his own. steps in and says no the father can continue until the No Allah says you can do it but Abiyai, says oh no reaches 12 years old the father no longer has the right I actually mean, you know what we're talking about sovereign he holds the whole purpose is to train someone before they get commanded to do that mitzah. so we train them but the the once the kid is 12 years old he can become another in his own right so there's no longer any mitzvah training for the father because the kid now is responsible for this mitzvah of making a vow to become a nazir. So the father loses the right at the age of twelve. So we see that's the argument of Rabbi Yehi and Rabbi. Rabbi holds Rabbi Yeches and he says he calls a chinuch. So you no longer have the mitzvah of a chinuch. Ami says he wants to know. We can learn either way. We can learn either. Everyone agrees Rabbi Yeches Allah Reshinah and yet they're arguing. Or everyone who is a shlokish is because of chinuch and yet they're arguing. The more explains. Let's say halachy. Let's follow b'yeich. The nazar by nazar. Bahochi. You know what arguing? That very point. Mufle has some li ish kemitkhi. Arguing this twelve year old. Now we say a twelve year old can do the oneder. What is that? Rebis father. Rebis father. Opinion. Mufle someuch li ish is only midravon. That the, this that a twelve year old kid can make vows only only midravon. Matoyli he can't. So therefore. Through my you can't. You can make a child another, You can do it all the way till thirteen years old. The, the Torah says that the, that the, the child is not. We don't recognize mitzvahs, so the father can make a nazar on his behalf or another. And even though the rabbanon at twelve years old he can not doing his own thing, the, the Torah pushed away the rabban. Makes sense. And Rabbi Yisrael who holds no, he holds muful ha'sama kli terais that the child at twelve can make his own mitzvahs from the Torah, so the father loses his right. That's one way. So everyone agrees with Rabbi or ibayi same. Or another way looking we'll at it is kuli Everyone holds keli chanschemitz like a shlokish. It's for chinuch. So what's the argument? Or mufla has someich liish Everyone holds someich mid rabbanon that a child can do it. But so is chinuch mid So Rabbi saber rebbi holds a si chinuch that the chinuch of the rabbis is stronger. But dochi mufla has liish and pushes away the mufla has which is mid rabbanon. And Rabbi biyuda says no again until you're twelve. After twelve, the father no longer any right. Why? Because somebody holds. The whole chinuch is rabbanon can't push away. What's going on here? It would seem that the machlekes is the machlekes you are showing him. The mitzvah of chinuch is it on the father or is it on the child? If you learn the mitzvah of chinuch is on the child, so now we weigh up. You we have two mitzvahs. The mitzvah of chinuch the child has to train for all the mitzvahs. And there's one particular mitzvah called that a child can make on the daru so we say that if the father decides to bring on a mitzvah on the child like a naziris since it's a child's mitzvah his since it's a child's mitzvah it can push away and it's a more generic you know generic generic mitzvah than than just the mitzvah which is limited so therefore he can push it away and if you all know the mitzvah of chinuch is on the father there's no mitzvah on the child of since the child has his own mitzvah at the age of 12 he can start making his own vows so the father's mitzvah cannot push away the child's mitzvah for himself. And since he's the one who has to be the Nazar, it's his choice. So you said, okay, of, let us say, let us say that these are like these tanoi. <coughs> what do you mean? The time we learned, very interesting. There's a story with Rabbi Haninen, his father made him a Nazar. And the he was a precocious child, right? I a mean, little boy could, checking him out later to know he wanted to see whether he reached puberty or not. And that's the story. In other words, according to this version of the story, exactly like Rebbe said before, the father's rights go up to the child's adulthood. He says, no, not what happened later? The story, what happened was he was checking him out to see whether he's mature. No, he was 12 years old and mature. So whichever version you're going to learn, So the child of Hanina turned around. He's 12 years old kid, or 13. Rabbi, he says, I'm a Don't bother checking me out. Because if I'm a young, if I'm a minor, so my father has rights over me. I'll be a because my father said so. But if if you're going to determine that I'm an adult, then I'll be a because I took it upon myself. I'll take it upon myself. That was my am So what's the big deal? Amadra ben Gamliel ben Ashkelon Rosh, he used to knock his mother farad. The Amorite said, "Move to Chani, but I am guaranteed." Shemoyda loch b'shalah, one day he will be so smart that one day he will become a rabbi. Amru they say, "Lahay Yamati," and didn't take long. At shehayda her rabbi shalah, Chani became Now you must try to understand. Biyshlo rabbi Yisir, it makes sense according to rabbi Yisir that Amru says. Ad sheyakiel loinu shadarev Yisir's version was, you know, whether he's mature or not mature. Right now, the Gemara thinks, that when he said, "You know, whether I'm a minor or I'm an adult, I'll be a nazar for my father's sake, my own sake," he he meant whether I'm mature, I'm not mature, whether I'm under twelve or I'm over twelve. So, according to Yeshua's version, it makes sense that he says, "Once you're over twelve, the father has no right." He says, "If I'm a child, I'll be a nazar because of my father, and if not, I'll be nazar for myself." That you have to be bar mitzvah plus you have to have the, the, two, the sign of puberty. Bim me, and he said, If I'm an adult, I'll be myself. I'll be myself. According to if he, when he said, If I'm a Godlan, the way we understand right now means if I'm mature, if he finds that I'm mature, I'm 12 years old, I'm mature. Who cares? According to Rebbe, it has to be 13. So, regardless of he's mature or not mature, the father still has rights over him. What was he saying? is in, in the hands of his father. As Gemara said, you misunderstood. According to Rabbi's version, he meant if I'm 13 or I'm not 13. He said, if I'm under 13, I'll be another because of my father. If I'm over 13, I'll be another for myself. Now the Gemara analyzes a bit further says, when exactly within the 30 days did, uh, did this discussion happen with Rabbi Gamaliel? Remember that you have to bring Kabbalists. Now, if the child became bar mitzvah, in the middle of sometimes the father loses control once the child is bar mitzvah. The father loses control once the child becomes mature and can make his own adar. But if the child, let's say the father under 12, two weeks before 12 years old, the father made a, a nazar and then became 12, and he, he became mature. Once the nazir started, he finished. But if it's bar mitzvah, once the child bar mitzvah, the father has no control over him. So even though he was a nazir ready for two or three weeks, the moment he comes bar mitzvah, naziris ends it stops so, he says, so when did this happen if as soon as he started they tested him out and turned out to be that he was that he was mature okay makes sense he'll, he'll he's another now but he's not because his father said but because he wanted to okay all of a sudden on the very last day they found out that he became bar mitzvah. okay makes sense so that means the 30 days that he was another he was doing it for his father but what happened to the Aissi ben What happened, they found out that he matured or became a mitzvah in the middle of the 30 days. We're talking about a 12-year-old, but actually a 12-year-old makes sense. Because even though in the middle of the third day, suddenly he became mature, you continue the Nazirahs that he started before that. decided. said says that no, that when does the father lose control? Only when you're a and you reached puberty. My equal name says, the moment you came 13, then the zeros ended. So therefore, it, it, what, what happened here? You, you, you're two weeks in another for your father. Now you're two weeks in another for yourself. How does that work? I'm mostly right. L'Rebi, according to Rebi, leka there's no takana, the 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 It has to be 60 days in nazar, 30 for his father and 30 for himself. <clears throat> so 60 days in another, then if, if it was in the middle, he matured. And this way, he covered manushik. He was a proper nazar, either from his father's side or for his own side. We'll pause for a minute.